Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not the same as personalized therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or to submit a poem for me to read on the podcast, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, to build our community, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, Cojourners. I'm glad you're here for another episode. And today we have a poem submission from Cicely Morgan. And Cicely's poem is entitled, Home. Undress. Discard all those fabrics designed to lift, to separate, to compress, to conceal. Take a long, loving look at yourself in the mirror. Trace the lines of your body, caressing every curve, every scar, every dimple, every hollow, every bulge, every valley, every mound. Be most mindful of those parts you were told to hold shame. Live there for a moment. Breathe. Take this journey over and over again until you no longer flinch at the first touch. Chart this path just as early explorers once charted the stars. This is your map home. It is uniquely yours and it will lead you to radical self-love. Yes, Cicely. Yes, indeed. I love your poem and I love your timing because you sent it in this week. And our topic for today is healing from body shame, healing body shame. And it is so important in this homecoming journey that we come to appreciate, to accept, to love, to value, to see ourselves. And to do that holistically includes these bodies. And I invite you to take sacred pause to consider the experiences that you have had that led to body shame. I invite you to take sacred pause and to consider the messages that you were given about the acceptability or the non-acceptance of your body. I invite you to consider the bullying, the teasing from strangers on street corners to family members, to lovers, to so-called friends, to enemies. What were the messages that you have been told and perhaps now that you have even told yourself about being not enough or not quite right. The parts of your body that have been ridiculed, the parts of your body that you have believed have no beauty in them. And as we come home to ourselves, we want to do as Cicely has suggested 
and that is to get to a place of radical self-love, to really embrace the fullness of who we are. Yes, emotionally, yes, spiritually, and also, yes, physically, to really get to a place where we are not joining in those voices or those thoughts of shaming and ridiculing ourselves. I invite you, if it feels right for you in this moment, to place your hands somewhere on your body, giving yourself this moment of support that we hope will turn into more than a moment, but will be a movement for all of us to get to a sustained place of self-love and appreciation of these body temples, that you are beautifully and wonderfully made. And the beauty and wonder that you hold and carry, you may have never seen reflected back on the cover of a magazine. The beauty and the wonder that you carry you may have never seen in the body of a leading lady or leading man or someone who was held up as a star or someone who was called the most attractive or the sexiest person on the planet. You may have never seen someone who looks like you given that affirmation. But on today, we engage in the revolutionary radical act of coming home to ourselves and appreciating the fullness of who we are. When we want to shift out of body shaming, one of the first things that we need to do is to get to a revelation and a clarity that there is not just one idea of beauty, that beauty does not just come in one form or in one package, that to be beautiful does not require that you are a certain height or a certain weight. To be beautiful does not require that your bust size is a certain number or your hips are a certain dimension. To be beautiful does not mean that your hair has to be one texture or your eye color needs to be one way to recognize how false the roots of body shaming are is to embrace the truth that beauty comes in a multitude of unique packages and combinations and body temples. And so to be able to see my own beauty does not require that I declare everything that is not me unattractive or ugly or unworthy. And so if we can collectively begin to shift in that way to see beauty as diverse as a garden with all of these different flowers showing up, to see beauty in the diversity of nature, that it shows up as itself. So if I am trying to be something I am not, I will always fall short. If a tulip wants to be a rose or a lily wants to be a bird of paradise, we will miss it. 
And so to see and celebrate and embrace your beauty requires releasing yourself from the false mandate that you must look like someone else or look like everyone else. I wonder if you can jump into these deep waters to recognize that what we have believed and what we have been programmed to believe about beauty or about acceptance or being acceptable, that those notions are false and limited and manipulative and meant to disempower us. Because when you make people feel like the very bodies they live in are unacceptable, are problematic, make them unworthy, then those are a group of people that you are able to control, to manipulate, to convince that they can expect and should accept the bare minimum of treatment, that they are not even deserving, that we are not even deserving of love, of care, of respect. And so we see that as the lie that it is, and we begin to reflect on where did these ideas come from? Who told me and what told me that this body that I live in is unattractive or unworthy. And just because they said it does not make it true. It may have even been your parents or siblings who said it. It may even be your spouse or sibling that said it. It may be when you look around at who is celebrated, who is recognized, whether in the media or even when you go to social gatherings and you notice who are the people who are pursued and who are the people who are ignored. And I invite you to consider the truth that a social norm, a social standard, a social determination does not have the final say on truth. So we do research in media studies and can see the actual body dimensions, even the facial features that are often celebrated, not only in the media, but on dating sites. And so we can be bombarded with these messages that teach us to believe that our bodies disqualify us from being loved, chosen, appreciated. And so it is an act of resistance to push past all of that programming, to push past all of those messages and that socialization that taught me to despise myself, that taught me to be ashamed of myself, that taught me to reject myself and be mad at my body for the way that it is. And instead, we take this moment, this season in our lives to begin coming home to ourselves, including coming home to the truth of the greatness and the goodness and the beauty and the uh, unique 
uniqueness, the uniquity of these body temples. And so to help us to begin this journey is to say, I want to love and accept my body in its present condition, in its present state. It is not a matter of tough love or rejection or condemnation or constant judgment and nitpicking. That is not the journey home. Those paths will not lead us closer to ourselves. So even if there are things about my body that I am working on, that I am looking to change in some way, that I am not waiting for that transition to happen for me to love this body, for me to give care and compassion to this body that I am in. So I don't have to wait until I lose weight or gain weight. I don't have to wait until I change my hair to look like someone else's hair. I do not have to wait until I get color contact lenses to feel that I am beautiful. I don't even have to wait for plastic surgery to say that this body deserves care and compassion in its present state. And so I invite you to consider that you can hold two things at once. It's called a dialectic, right? That it can appear to be two contradictory statements, and yet I can hold them at the same time. So even if there are ways in which you are working on your body or looking to transform your body, looking to go to the gym more or to change your nutrition habits, that I can hold those goals in one hand. And at the same time, I can say that I love this temple. I love it because it's me. I love it because it belongs to me. I love it because of how far it has gotten me. And that is another piece for us to grab hold of today. And that is gratitude for your body temple, for what it has enabled you to do. Gratitude for your body temple, for the places you've been able to go, the ways in which you've been able to show up, that your body was present with you through all of it. There are some people who will come and go in your life's journey. And there are some people who will help you for a season and they may not be there for all of your seasons. But for everything that you have been through, it has been in your body temple in terms of being able to live the life that you have lived, in terms of being able to connect with people in the ways you have chosen and wanted to connect for the ways in which you have engaged in your goals, whether around health or wellness or life, whatever it has been, this body, your body has been present. And even if it has uh, transformed in some ways, 
So some of you may say, well, I love my prior body, but then I got older or then I had children or then I had a car accident, whatever the experience was that even though the body frame may have changed, that this is your body and your body is a sacred temple. Your body is deserving of care and respect. And so I invite you to really consider accepting and appreciating the skin that you're in. Along with that, I want us to consider what are the ways that we have been taught to hide and to conceal and to cover this body when those steps for covering are built in shame, right? What were the messages that you were told about your body that left you feeling like you have to not let people see either uh, your size or to see a scar or to see the way uh, your body is formed and the ways in which it may be different from some other bodies. And I want to invite you to think about what are the ways or the parts of myself that I have been hiding and is that rooted in shame? And are there ways in which I want to shift out of that? Are there ways in which I want to reclaim myself? Are there ways in which I want to be able to celebrate myself? And it doesn't mean it has to look the same way all the time, but to have the freedom to show up as you are, right? So many of us love makeup. And I would say, if you don't feel like you can show your face unless you spend an hour covering your face, then that may be something you want to revisit or reconsider. I know we love all different hairstyles, many of us. And at the same time, I invite you to think about the messages that you may have received that led you to believe that your hair in its natural state is unacceptable. And to think about what it would mean to show up in spaces in your life as you are. To think about what it would mean to show up not hiding or disguising who you are. And does it mean it has to always look one way? No, but it does mean I have the freedom to choose and not feel like I am stuck, that I must perpetually present as something other than who I am or how I am. We also want to consider shifting from being our own worst critic to being the voice, our inner voice of encouragement. For you to become aware and intentional about the things that you have been telling yourself. When you look in the mirror, or you avoid looking in the mirror when you have to undress, as our poet said, 
when you're getting in the shower or the bath, going to the beach, thinking about the messages, the thoughts that come to mind for you about your body and becoming mindful of wanting to challenge those thoughts, to shift those thoughts from critique to compassion. So when those automatic thoughts come of negativity, of shame, of ridicule, that I hear it, I recognize it, I'm aware of it, and I will not just let that stand as the truth. That does not have to be the final truth, the ultimate truth about my body. Yes. So when that thought comes about your thighs, about your belly, about any aspect of your body, and you get that automatic, intense critique to be able to say, I want to affirm, I want to appreciate, I want to love, I want to have compassion for myself, and I want to shift my gaze. I have been given this G-A-Z-E view a very narrow view of what is beauty and what is acceptable. And I want to shatter that. I want to break that wide open to say these thighs, this, these lips, these eyes, this hair, these breasts, this body, these hands, these arms, this belly is beautiful, is beautiful. I wonder if you can Encourage yourself instead of constantly critiquing yourself. If you can begin to be your supporter and to believe that showing yourself compassion is not a sign that you're just going to quote unquote, let yourself go, as some people will say. But when I meet myself with compassion, then I am home within myself and that will then translate and show up in all of these different areas of my life. And so to help you to resist the body shaming, I invite you to consider who and what you follow on social media that some people, when they look at magazines or social media, when we do research, we find that when some people come off, they end up feeling worse about themselves. So I invite you to begin to check in. When you look at your current social media feed, are there constant messages that are leading you to believe that you are unacceptable, that you are unattractive, that you are not deserving of care and respect? And so you want to, or I invite you to, shift your feed. There may be some things you need to unfollow, or you may want to give it less of your time and attention because of the impact that it is having. And I also invite you to consider the goals that you have set for your physical body and to think about ways that I want to prioritize my health and my wellness and look at my body functioning versus being caught up in this one idea of how I have to look in order to be happy with myself, 
right? So to broaden our ideas as it relates to our goals for ourselves. Let me also say that you want to assess your relationships, that if when I talk to certain people, they leave me feeling shamed about my body, then I want to really evaluate, are these friendships or dating relationships that I want to continue? If the person who is claiming they are my best friend is my biggest critic or the biggest source of the body shaming that I hear, then I may want to make some other decisions about my relationships and friendships. And if it is family members that I may either want to adjust the time I spend with certain family members or to directly address with them uh, that I don't appreciate your comments and they're not helpful and I would need you not to speak to me in that way or I will have to make adjustments in how I spend my time, right? So I invite you to consider, and I know families are different, culture is different. And so for some of you, it is unheard of for you to say what I just said. So you can make adjustments without making the speech. If you feel like you can't say it, you can still choose to spend time with people who are affirming, who are encouraging, who are aligned with your values and that speak to you in a way that is supportive and that is loving. And as you begin to do that, we can shift out of the body shaming to really being able to celebrate and actually even have pride in these body temples and appreciation for the ways in which we show up. And then finally, I will say it is so important that we affirm each other. Body shaming often teaches us to ridicule and reject others, right? To condemn others, to speak horribly to others or to uh, celebrate when someone else's body is deemed less worthy than ours. And so for us to really shift, it means not only me celebrating me, but also me celebrating you, not only in my head, but in, with my voice. I wonder if you on this week can make a commitment to appreciating and celebrating the body temples as well as the whole being of the people around you, if you can be intentional about not being the critic or the person of condemnation, but to really be a support and encourager and one who speaks out of love, affirmation, and compassion. And the last thing I will say is for you to remember your body is a part of who you are, but it is not the sole determinant of who you are. So we need to come away from this idea that an aspect of my body determines my worth, my identity, my value, that it is a part of who I am and it's a part that I want to appreciate. And I also want to look at myself holistically. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, 
welcome home. <laughs>